Hey, this is Rachel True, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. See, it's cool, though, because you knew exactly what I, I meant I, when I, I yeah, said that. 100%. <laughs> Unequivocally. Like, yeah, no, that's very strange. <sighs> because because we, we try very, very hard here at GDR not to name names when we're doing things. Uh, we'll just have to wonder what that, what that laughter was about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, we'll yes. It that. Wonder away. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> I, um... I'm really excited about this series of podcasts we're about to do this evening for uh, this week. Hello, folks. It's your host, Mike Lonsford. Another episode of At The Diner. Actually, this will be the cold open, so just us kind of shooting the shit for a couple minutes here before we jump in. Uh, setting up what we're going to be doing. So it's more or less like a preview of what this week's podcasts are going to be. Joining me in the co-host spots, I've got the two regs. I've got Mr. MC Brooks. I've got Mr. James Rambo. We also have everybody's favorite guest. Um, I would say the, I'm trying to think of like who Johnny Carson had the most often. Like who was his go-to guest that he would always have? Like Jane Leno Embry from the San Diego Zoo? You said Leno? Yeah, Leno's definitely high up on that yeah, list. I'm not putting Yuli as Leno, man. Leno's a bitch. That's like, fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yuli, I'll let you pick your favorite um, well, Johnny Carson actually, era celebrity. Well, actually, I'm... I'm looking it up, and they say that apparently. Uh, oh wait, they're talking about guest hosts here. All right, ah but, yes, yeah, even even guest hosts. Uh, well, nah, that's not okay. Wait a minute, <laughs> favorite guests. All right, uh, it says Bob Hope. Well, wait a minute now, damn, and maybe that's not. Yeah, all right, it says Bob Hope <laughs> was Johnny Carson's worst Tonight Show guest. He wasn't his best one. You know, that's all right. Most frequent guest. Uh, what, what were they? Guest, um, they weren't guest stars. They were, um, guest, they weren't panelists. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to say guest stars and guests, see what guests, you know, well, that's what I thought, but, are. but yeah, but you know, but you go with guests and it gives you guest hosts. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you know. And nobody wants to be John so. Rivers, okay? So no, yeah. no, you know, <laughs> or John Davidson, quite frankly, uh, or David Brenner, <laughs> or or McLean Stevenson. <laughs> wow, I mean, then there's for all yeah. the old folks who listen. To you. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my point was is Yuli is our most frequent guest, and we have Yuli and Campbell. <laughs> on tonight's uh, episodes of uh, At The Diner. Um, this has been a really interesting couple of weeks for just in general for, for what's going on, man. And and that what I mean by that is like we've seen, unfortunately, some some really um, sad celebrity deaths. I mean, some really big names have passed away in the past like couple of months and like in the last few weeks, same thing. But um, also, too, like there's so much news coming out and we're going to talk about that as well. Our two main topics for this week, we've, we're going to be talking about the uh, 2021 slate of Marvel movies and television shows. So be prepared for that because I don't know about y'all, but like I've been loving the shit out of WandaVision. Um, well, actually I do know that MC and, and Rambo are with me. Yuli, I, 
haven't heard your take on it, but we will gladly get that very soon. But I, I was not really that excited about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then I watched another preview and I'm like, well, change my mind because that shit looks dope. And all the movies look awesome. Like, this is just going to be a really, really good year, I feel like, for Marvel. Um, but on that same front, too, there have been some pretty big things that have come out as far as, like, some people that work in the industry that have done some superhero slash genre specific um, products that are pieces of shit. And, like, that's going to be something that I want to talk about as well. Because the cries of cancel culture um, are getting really fucking old. And I heard a new term for it that I think they were going to use instead. Uh, consequence culture, I think, is like the new coined term that I think works better. Because it's more fitting. It's not about canceling somebody. It's about, like, you did some shitty stuff and now there are consequences for it. So I think that that's, like, the perfect term. But, yeah, yeah. anything you guys want to weigh in before we, we jump into our, our episodes this evening? Or are you just, just excited, chomping at the bit to talk about these things? <laughs> Wait, oh, what, you mean, you know, something beyond uh, the stuff that you were just talking about? Well, mostly, like, any commentary on that or anything that's happened recently where you're just like, man, there's a lot of... Uh, there's something that you want to bring up before we jump in. Um, hmm. Hmm. You know, a, an, an unexpected opportunity that I feel I should not let pass. And yet I didn't exactly have anything prepared. And so <laughs> I suppose <laughs> that's, that's okay. Here's, here's what we'll do is I want to comment on just in 2021 alone. We've only, what are we? Um, 41 days in like maybe 42 days in i mean just just kind of listing off some of the people who have died th thus far in 2021 uh the often maligned uh larry flint um star trek six alum and acting legend i mean everybody knows him from the sound of music christopher Plummer just passed away uh within the last week dustin diamond i don't know how does i mean nobody should have to die in that sort of awful pain that he did because he he found out that he had stage four cancer like what five weeks ago Ooh. and then was dead and that was that was awful regardless of how much of a scumbag piece of shit he was in real life no one deserves that and that was it was sad but at the same time too like just awful this to see that happen um i've never heard of this person have any of you guys heard of this musician sophie no, ring a bell. Grammy nominated producer and artist Sophie died at the age of 34 after a sudden accident in Athens, Greece. True to her spirit, she had climbed up to watch the full moon and accidentally slipped and fell. Damn. Mm, you could have left that part out. That yeah. was a yeah. bummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, Sophie, uh, she's uh, no, no mostly in like the pop world so if you're someone who's like super into like uh pop music or hyper pop like she's worked with people like charlie xcx uh madonna naomi amuro who did one of the outros for the inuyasha anime like pretty uh -oh. pretty well known if you're like very immersed in that in that side of it mm, okay well thank god for mc brooks's knowledge because the rest of us would just look like assholes uh, he's musical, you know. <laughs> he is. He is, a, he is a musical talent. Um, mm -hmm. Cicely, Ty Cicely Tyson was was January twenty eighth, and that was like, oof. I she was in her nineties too, man. She was almost yeah, she was almost yeah. hundred. She was ninety seven. Wow, or ninety six. Like man, like and she did not look it at all. Like 
Hey, black don't crack. No. <laughs> the one, the one that hit, the one that hit me was Cloris Leachman because I can name, I can't tell you how many Mel Brooks movies she was in where she was just a, a just killer man. Like she was absolutely hilarious. Uh, and Young Frankenstein, I mean, she was hilarious on the Mary yeah. Tyler Moore show. Just and like, for anybody who's ever seen Beer Fest, like playing Great Gam Gam, like that. Oh man, like she was in, she was in her 80s playing that role, like and just didn't hesitate or flinch to do any of the gross shit that those guys from uh, Broken Lizard wanted her to do. Um, Hal Holbrook. Yeah. Was, uh, January 23rd, man, and then. Larry King, Hal Holbrook and Larry King both died on the same day. Jesus. Yeah, and you hear today, uh, well, I don't know whether it's today or not, but it was announced uh, Chick Corea died. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, famous piano, like, just, yeah. Jazz fusion Um, pioneer. I learned something really interesting about this next person that's on this list. Um the home run king. I'm not giving giving it to Barry Bonds. I know he hit more home runs, but um, that motherfucker was juiced up. So I'm not giving him the crown. I still give it to Mr. Aaron. Everybody knows him as Hank Aaron, but he actually didn't like being called Hank Aaron unless you were his, his unless you were his friend. Yeah, like only his Henry closest. Aaron. Exactly. Yeah, and I never knew that. I always thought it was that's what he wanted was Hank Aaron. But that like just imagine how fucked up that is, right? Like you have a nickname. And like that's that's your nickname only for your friends and family. But then every asshole that you meet on the street is like, hey, let me call you this nickname. Like, it's just yeah, that's gotta suck. Yeah, there was a bunch uh, of stuff with him though. I mean, you know, some of the I mean, and some of this I knew, but some of the stuff that came out because it, he just had the misfortune, and I'll I'll describe it as a misfortune uh, of breaking that Babe Ruth record when he did, you know, and and actually it wasn't yeah. breaking it when he did. It was just that he happened to be black while doing it, you know, and this was one of those you know, oh, white man sports records that you know, and and baseball was uh, particularly. Um, I'm not even sure how I want to characterize this, but you know that, that was. You can say racist. Oh, okay. Awful. Full of white people who hate things. They they we valued. We remember yeah. what uh, what's his name? Did, um, fuck, what was the guy who played the uh, horrible racist uh, manager for the Phillies? Shit. Um, oh yeah. Um, why can't I think of his name? Now? Yeah, the guy who's Alan on Tudyk. the yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, and on the yeah, yeah. Alien Show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He yeah. was really good in that role. He's, too. It was yeah, he's terrible. a fantastic actor, but I remember yeah. watching it like, yeah. Wash! <laughs> yeah. I can't oh, believe but, Steven the Pirate from Dodgeball is talking like this. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the point that I was making, though, was that uh, Henry Aaron, uh, apparently, they, the, the team had to provide a bodyguard for him, and he was getting death threats and all this kind of thing. But, I mean, and, and yeah, a lot of it was racism, but it wasn't just racism. I mean, apparently this Babe Ruth record, because even when it was initially broken, um, you know, by, uh, crap, what's his face, who played for uh, Roger Roger Maris yeah. uh, with the Yankees, um, you know, because he broke it in more games during the regular season, they had this asterisk by the fact that he hit 61 home runs in the season. And everybody's like, well, you know, Babe Ruth did it in fewer games. You know, and it's like, oh, wow. 
I mean, you know, can you imagine if today, you know, when, uh, like, say, some guy who rushes for 2,000 yards in 16 games, you know, they dog him out because, well, you know, OJ did it in 14 games. Yeah, and then OJ also murdered his ex-wife and her boyfriend. So, you know, there's that. Well, now, you know. (laughs) Allegedly. I'm sorry. Thank you. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Jury, jury. Jury nullification. <laughs> jury nullification is a real thing. You know, it's all I can say, man. It's like, and I wasn't there. It's like, <laughs> I wasn't Mark there. Right? Way to, <laughs> way to bring it all together. <laughs> Fucking Keystone Cops of the LAP. Oh, oh, that 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 could be its own show. Yeah, we'll save that for another one. Uh, of the ones that I mentioned, because there's more. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot more. Surprisingly. Um, were there any of those for any of you guys, MC Rambo, um, Yuli, any that really like stood out? Because like the the Henry Aaron one really stood out to me because I remember reading the same thing that Yuli was talking about. That this dude was like in, he was incredibly gracious. Like he's just one of those people that everybody liked. And the dude like it wasn't just that he hit home runs because a lot of times in baseball, your your home run hitters like don't hit for average. Like they yeah they're they're not clutch. Aaron was like a 20-time All-Star. He hit like 360. Like I mean, the dude was just a machine. Like he was just a hitting machine. And like longevity is basically why he beat that record. I think there was like no season where he hit like 50 or 60 home runs, but he just consistently hit like 30 or 40 bombs every single year. And like everybody talks about how nice he was, how humble he was, and it couldn't have it couldn't happen to a nicer guy to beat that record. And for him to catch the shit that he did because of the time that we were in, in the 70s. But then also, too, that's what bummed me out the most about Barry Bonds beating that record. Like, unquestionably a great hitter. But, man, Barry Bonds is a dick. Just in general, not just the the um, steroid usage. Like, he's just, like, notorious for being an asshole. Like, just, ugh, God. It, it was just, it was awful that Aaron had the record and then lost it to... Uh, Barry Bonds, who was such a scumbag, and then even even Aaron was just like, oh yeah, no, he's a, he's a great hitter, he's a fabulous player for the game, and you're just like, you could have called him a scumbag, and we all would have forgiven you. Nobody would have gotten mad <laughs> at you, Hank Aaron. But like, <laughs> were there any of these that you guys wanted to comment on? Well, um, I did want to throw in because you left out Nancy Wilson of the Supremes, and I oh, can't leave Mary, out Mary Wilson. Nancy Mary Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Mary Wilson. Because, I'm sorry. Wilson. <laughs> and, and, now, and, and God rest his soul. Now I'm fucking up the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking up the sister's name. No, you know. So can't forget Mary Wilson. But yeah, Cicely Tyson is one that stood out for me. Every now and again, somebody dies, and you know, and not that. Hey, look, I got compassion for anybody. Who, uh, who dies, especially, uh, you know, somebody like that, Sophie, you know, who, uh, you know, went before her time. OK, uh, but every now and again, there is somebody who uh, it, 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 all, right, all I can say is it elicits uh, from me. I'll be, oh, oh, you know, I mean, and and that was Cicely Tyson. As I heard Cicely Tyson's and it's like, oh, I mean, because I remember this sister. I mean, and she was. Uh, groundbreaking. I just can't tell you, you know, the, the in terms of number one being as dark as she was, because you know you don't. I mean, it's it, 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 interesting uh, things about being black. Sometimes if you're too black, you don't work, especially in that industry. And you know, it, she wasn't like Diane Carroll. I mean, this, this woman was really black, but she was really, really talented. 
and come to find out, I, I had no idea what she was married to. Miles Davis, get out! You know, in fact, they what? had a really turbulent. Yeah, they had a really yeah. turbulent relationship, and uh, but. She was just such a tremendous actress, and I actually <laughs> I had a chance to work with her. Didn't get to talk to her, but she did a couple of episodes of uh, House of Cards, and I was in the same room with her. I was close enough <laughs> on the set that I could have actually reached out and touched her. You know, but of course I was trying not to get hurt, and so you know, but and and all of us were just oh. Oh, Miss Tyson, you know, it was just, oh, you know, just being in the rarefied air surrounding her was just, you know, something that you want to remember and bask in. But, uh, you know, she was there, there, there will never be another performer like that who, uh, who, who, whose life and whose career was as meaningful to the African-American community as, uh, as Miss Cicely Tyson. So, yeah, that one, for me, really stood out. James Rambo? Uh, funny enough, same. Um, I was working as a... Uh, I was working uh, for a company called PBS, uh, Professional Bartenders and Servers, um, doing catering. And one of the events was at the Four Seasons. I think it was for Howard... Um, but I know, I know it was an HBCU and they were doing an award ceremony, um, for, you know, a variety of things, some sort of, I don't know, it all kind of blends together, but, you know, some sort of like, um, prominent black figures in the community and she was getting like a lifetime achievement award or something. And she was there and we, we did like a, a, a past dinner and then once everybody had eaten, uh, and they were, you know, going to hand out the awards, uh, my manager was like, look, just go out there, stand by the door, don't move unless you, you know, keep basically scan the room and see like if anybody needs a refill on their drink or, or, you know, if anybody needs anything, take care of them. But if not, just stand there. And so I got to listen to Cicely Tyson give this acceptance speech mm. for about 15 minutes. Mm. Um, I couldn't tell you for the life of me what it was for. Uh, uh, or, or what she was really talking about beyond like, you know, kind of discussing her life and, and, you know, what had brought her to this moment, but it was one of the most, it was so fucking cool to hear this, uh, uh, absolutely incredibly graceful woman, um, just address this entire room full of people and everybody be completely enraptured by everything she had to say. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that was, that was fantastic. Um, and you know the the Christopher Plummer also uh, no, nobody really hit me particularly hard because a lot of the folks who passed away were you know a generation or two removed from me, um, but Plummer and Cloris Leachman as well. Um, she uh, uh, never really stopped working. Like Cloris Leachman, no, was a fixture on a couple different sitcoms in the last 10 years. Um, and was like a co-star on, on, uh, raising hope for like the entirety of the run of that show. Um, and was hysterically funny. Um, Plummer just appeared in, in knives out. Um, and was fantastic in that. Um, and yeah, that was one of the people who, you know, when he passed away was, uh, was very quick to, to post about it, it was, uh, Anna de Armas. Um, and like they had gotten fairly close on the set of that movie. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, entropy comes for us all, man. 
Like, <laughs> there's not a whole lot we can do about that. Yeah. I <clears throat> Plumber was just like, I remember like watching The Sound of Music as a kid and being like, hey, you know, it's good, it's great, whatever, you know. But like me being the nerd that I am, going to see Star Trek VI in the movie theaters with my aunt and seeing, <laughs> seeing the main villain be a bald Klingon with an eye patch bolted to his skull. I was like, that's a bad dude. And like to this day, like I still think that like arguably he was one of the best Star Trek movie villains. Like that he was such a badass. And like, yeah, like just absolutely, yeah, I absolutely loved him. He was great in um, one of my favorite movies of all time, Twelve Monkeys, as well. So yeah, big fan of uh, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> Hey, you know, one other thing about uh, Christopher Plummer as General Chang in Star Trek VI, uh, and I, I, you know, completely support what you're saying about the eye patch bolted to him. That was that was something else. But I'm looking at like, what the? Heck? Oh, damn! Look at this. But um, he seemed, quite frankly, partly because of his age, partly because the ridges weren't especially pronounced. It made you sort of feel like the Klingons that you saw on the TV series. Maybe if you shaved their hair off, there'd be some ridges under there. You know, I was like, oh, he could have he could have been one of these guys that Kirk was messing with on the original series. Look at this. And now he's just gotten older and he lost an eye and his hair has fallen out. And yeah, now yeah. he's dressing like the rest of them. You know, it just see, I always I'm... thought that was intentional. With yeah, that I did design. Too. Yeah was that they were specifically calling back to the, the older Klingons. Um, mm -hmm. And, and you know, I, and I've heard a couple different nerdy explanations for why, like, quote-unquote modern Klingons look the way they look versus the the, um, the TOS ones. Something about, like, the, not, I don't see the legacy virus. Legacy virus is X-Men. Um, but, it like, was, yeah, yeah there was but the virus viral. thing from Enterprise, yeah. Yeah. But you, but, you know, the only thing on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, they had uh, three Klingons who had been prominent, uh, uh, prominently appearing in the original series. There was uh, John Colicos, who played Kor, and uh, they also had William Campbell, who was Koloth, and Michael Ansara, who played Kang. And, you know, they, they modernized all three of them. And I'm looking at these guys, and if you look at them, I mean, you know, they were basically just, you know, dudes with, they were just dudes in suits when they were on the TV series. But it's like, in fact, to the point where I didn't recognize them, and William Campbell shows up uh, on the space station, and he's talking to Odo, and he says, I am Koloth. And I was sitting there watching the show, and I'm like, son of a bitch, you sure are. Damn, <laughs> look at that, you know? So, um, but yes, I mean, you know, completely endorse what you're saying also. And I thought that <laughs> Deep Space Nine messed it up because they could have gone a different way. And in fact, maybe should have because, of course, Star Trek VI had already been out and had given them the roadmap to what you do with these Klingons, but they didn't do that. MC, what what about you, man? Was there anybody that really like stood out to you that was like, damn, this sucks? Or one that like somebody that really meant something to you? Uh, well, no one in particular for reasons that that Rambo listed in terms of people being like a, a generation or two before I would have really like gotten into them. But uh, I mean, the the only ones I really would have uh, spoken spoken about, I think Yuli. Uh, 
said perfectly in speaking about Cic- uh, Cicely Tyson because she's like some of her work is is probably who I'm most familiar with in terms of the people who have passed on, and I don't really have anything to add on top of what he said. Okay, well, I think that. that- leads us into a perfect transition to go ahead and wrap up the cold open uh, for this week. Um, You know, rest in peace to all of the people that we mentioned. And yes, a lot of them were older. And that's, for me, it's one of those things where I'm I'm never really sad when those sorts of things happen, um, when somebody like in their 80s or 90s passes, because it's really more of like a celebration of life. And like, Mm -hmm. it's never like, oh, I'm so depressed. It's just like, man, this person did some badass shit. And like, it's always cool to, to recognize that. What we're going to also recognize in this week's episodes of At The Diner, we are going to be talking about the 2021 slate of Marvel productions. As far as movies, as far as television series go, we're going to be talking about all that. We're also going to be talking about consequence culture because it's popped uh, up again. And of course, there are people who are complaining about it because who the fuck knows. But we're going to talk all about it tonight. Stay tuned as we got more episodes coming. As always, thank you guys so much for supporting us, for sharing the podcasts, for buying our t-shirts, for supporting us on Patreon, buying our stickers, all of our products. We love that. Thank you so very much. In fact, James Rambo, the badass artist himself, has put two t-shirts that he made himself. There's a Batman one. Oh, I'm sorry. The Dork Knight. Um, and then there's also... <laughs> Um, there's also a really cool themed one. We're not going to say it because, you know, we don't really want to get sued. So check them both out. They're on our Teespring um, site, which if you just go to teespring.com and you search GGR, it's right there. Easy to find. We've got our own store there. Some really, really cool t-shirts out there. So pick one up if you got a chance. But for all of us here at The Great Geek Refuge, thank you so much for listening. Don't be a juice bag, but together there are no heights we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!